0: maybe 2019 will be the year we move to a more phonetic form of pronunciation we still use a lot of words today in ways that contradict the direction that society is moving in like we're trying to make life a lot more comfortable for groups that may have in the past been social pariahs and looked down upon um basically one word that i stumbled upon recently actually just tonight i can't believe no one's mentioned this before because this is a magical substance it's actually the cure for the common cold for those of you folks that didn't already know um i was in a heavy metal band for about five years called tension um We played some shows, we never made it, you know, to the big time, never dropped a major album like we had, you know, hoped to do, but uh, we played all the big venues around here in South Carolina, but anyway, the guys that I was in the band with, you know, they they took no bullshit, Um, other bands that I was in the past, you know, involved with. I was able to make excuses when I wasn't feeling it and saying I was sick. and It just wasn't an option with tension. Like, I just had to be there you know, if I wanted to stay a part of the group. So if I was sick and I was there, I just had to sound bad. And when you're in a band and you're recording songs and you're recording practices, oftentimes, you're your own worst critic. So if you sound bad, you hear it. You don't like it. So I had to figure out a way to actually get sick a lot less. I wish I could say not get sick at all because it still sometimes can get to you. But I would say that I get sick way less average, way less than the average person. And the way that I do so is with apple cider vinegar. Yes, you don't want to pronounce that word any different way. It's a miraculous substance, and it shouldn't be aligned with bad things, bad terms. If you take the the VI part of the word away, you're left with something that's racially offensive. So, yes, vinegar. That's V-I-N-E-G-A-R Vinegar It cannot be pronounced any other way It's 2019 And you are listening to True Fiction Radio And yes, I'm back With sponsors So, it's been an interesting year thus far Um, I'm trying to remember where we left off It's been a while, like I my work schedule into high gear and my animals that I live with were making it difficult for me to record quietly. I mean, they're still in the old episode. He's still here. Sweetums when he wants to go out, but it's winter time. So my AC isn't running the whole time. So that's a little better. Um, I said, interesting end of the year, interesting beginning. Um, Here I am getting sidetracked, too. I should reveal my secret as to how I get sick a lot less. Well, first of all, you have to be perceptive. Um, Stay on top of your oral hygiene, brush, floss, rinse with water, rinse with Listerine, rinse with smart mouth, rinse with dry mouth rinse every time, at least twice a day. And then start to get a feel for when your mouth is irritated it's a clue that you might be starting to get sick also monitor your your levels of congestion if it feels like you're starting to get stopped up there's another part to the trick it's it's simply saline or you can use the generic version it's usually like a dollar cheaper at walgreens or wherever you buy your supplements and basically um Most adult folks that have listened to this have been at parties where cocaine was there. So um, if you did partake, um, you understand where I'm coming from with this reference. But basically, you fill your nostril with the saline. Ignore the directions that are on the container. Put the nozzle in in one nostril while you plug the other and snort like it's a line of cocaine. Or Ritalin or whatever else, Adderall, Oxycodone, whatever you might have crushed up and snorted, similar fashion, snort it right up your nostril until it comes out the other side and you have to hawker it up, spit it in the sink, repeat the process, other nostril, blow your nose, then brush, floss, and rinse in the aforementioned method. Once you've with all of that, you probably won't get sick or you'll feel like a day of initial symptoms and you'll be healthy again when all your poor comrades are under the weather, as they say. But yeah, interesting year. Um, I tried a 72-hour fast, which was quite interesting. Um, Considering... Especially considering that I scheduled myself for 12 hours a day of each of those three days with a major delivery service delivering the best food in Greenville to customers, oftentimes with a bag near my face. So it was a test of will, unlike many have had to endure, at least at first I mean, really, I'm, I'm trying to pull up the notes here so I can kind of scan through it. I was pretty adamant about taking notes during the whole process. I'm actually going to pause this because it looks like I've been making quite a few notes since then. And I'm having a hard time finding the particular spot. So give me one second. found them so I'm going to kind of scan through like the whole experience and it starts at about 1 p.m. the following day likely I had gone to sleep between 2 and 4 a.m. 1 p.m. hunger pangs abated occasionally tiny twinge okay I need to like revise these notes because I must have been in a hurry like when I wrote these down. I, I I'm guessing I meant that uh there were hunger pangs um intermittently and they were uh occasional more like a tiny twinge that was quickly assuaged with flavored water. Um by two oh eight AM I guess I'm getting excited. The water is now making me feel full. Right around the 23 hour mark, I started to feel euphoria. Uh, I noted that I delivered food for 12 hours of the day. I enjoyed the smells and the rush of energy. Uh, 25 hour mark. while I fast there's a harvest moon but apparently a smell of shit and gasoline 12.20am to 2.45am I got pretty hungry 12pm uh, day 2 hunger is gone again feeling wonderful. 5.10, all my skin feels tightened down. I don't even know what this note means. Like, I don't know where I was mentally here. Because what I wrote was, skin tight sensations, no visible number, slamming doors. I think I was, uh, oh, yeah, I remember now. Cool. That's cool how, like, you make a quick little note, or otherwise it wouldn't make any sense. But uh, I was frustrated because I was delivering to an apartment complex where there were no visible numbers on the building, and you couldn't see any of the numbers on the door, so you actually had to get out of the car and hunt. So I was outraged and slamming my car doors. Okay, so snappy anger issues. All right, it's saying 736, 10-minute drive with sausage and mushroom pizza from Stone Ave Pizza. Oh, that was torture because I know I could have smelled that. 8.17 8.17 and 9 p.m. I heard Alice in Chains, Man in the Box, at the end of a Joey Diaz podcast. So I had to go to DPDH. I have no idea what that is. Maybe it'll come back to me. I woke up feeling not hungry at all. I guess I'm guessing this is the start of day three. I went to two different grocery stores. I made my smoothie with kefir, kale, blueberries, and blackberries. I guess in preparation for when the fast actually ends. Uh, 4.18 p.m. Church's chicken. It smells so good. 4.53 p.m. on day three. Uh, The delivery company I work for won't let me anywhere near my apartment and I scheduled myself for 12 hours. I may need to go past 72 hours. Don't want I don't want to, I guess. Sorry, this is very shorthand notes, like I'm delivering food frantically while I'm making these notes on my experience of a the aforementioned 72 hour fast 7pm found my screaming voice to Metallica Joey Diaz podcast inspired me to I guess listen to Metallica and scream along to it uh, 831 super excited about both food and my achievement great great so I'm saying really full right now. The plan was to eat slowly, but that didn't happen at all. I made a salad with blackened salmon, fajita veggies, baby kale, baby spinach, Duke's mayo, and spicy kimchi. Then I started on my smoothie. I made it with kale, kefir, blackberries, and blueberries. I got a third of the way done with said shake and started in on my bag of raw walnuts cashews and macadamias I feel like my former fat self at Thanksgiving lol warm feeling slash further vision 45 minutes after the meal I'm guessing I wasn't seeing quite so clearly and then uh, after 45 minutes of actually having nutrients said vision started to improve um, 45 minutes after the meal that started happening um, and then it's saying uh, oh, I mean, I guess that happened actually right after it's saying 45 minutes after the meal I had to spray so yeah, all the food that I took in immediately had to come out the other side in a violent spraying fashion <laughs> which I'm sure was very uncomfortable. It never comes out nicely like that. It's never a, ah. It's always a, uh, with much straining. So, it's saying after two hours, I sauteed a can of tuna with mixed veggies, ate about half and waited an hour or so, and then scrambled said mixed veggies and tuna with three eggs, was feeling very sleepy, drank an energy shot, sprayed twice more. Yeah, the spraying—it's like the parody of that MC Hammer song from the 80s. Oh yeah, we pray, pray. Oh, I said we pray, pray. You got to pray just to make it today. And it's like me with like certain foods and certain situations—it makes me spray. Uh, another. A similar reference would be there's Adam I knew I couldn't get through a whole podcast without him bothering me and wanting my attention. Spoiled cat but that other uh, analogy would be like Taco Bell used to do to me like I think I go to the newer one now and it seems like the food seems to be of holler higher quality so it doesn't quite do it to me so often but every now and again it's just like salad shooter yeah it makes you spray so then the end of my notes is i had bad gas i'm guessing it's due to the maximum probiotic dose from all the uh, kimchi and or kefir That was my first time I actually summarized the whole 72 hour fast thing Actually I mentioned it that I was doing it On Facebook didn't really Get into depth Like I did with the podcast But uh I got sponsors now so I gotta start like Churning these out on the regular So how about you fuckers That listen to this podcast start Hit me up on Facebook if you don't want to come on the podcast Just like Raise some questions or some topics. I'll be happy to delve into them. Let's make this fun. Way off topic. and doesn't have anything to do with what I've been talking about, but I just thought I'd note I wiped this iPod before I started using it, and there was already a voice memo on it. And it was from 1970 At 12 24 December 24th, 1970 And it says Zero minutes, but it plays Silence indefinitely So I'm definitely gonna Fuck around with it And listen to it with headphones on And see if there's anything in that static It was before I was born, so I don't know What kind of relevance it has But, uh just thought that was interesting. I took a screenshot of it. I'll put it up on Facebook. Uh, it's very odd, <laughs> to say the least. So I rescued two more kitty cats, and Sweetum's reaction has not been a favorable one. Matter of fact, he's formed his own terrorist organization known as Hispola. No, seriously, like, he just hisses at the other cats constantly. Doesn't like not being the sole focus of our attention, I guess. So, again, way off topic, but that's the norm for this show. Avocados. I feel like they're a waste of money for me. I mean, I love them. They're, like, one of my favorite foods. All they need is a little bit of salt and you've got paradise in your mouth. But I always forget to eat them. Or they'll get tossed in the fridge with cold stuff. And then they'll sit in the back of the fridge and rot. They almost always rot. I feel like they're a lost cause for me. I mean, as far as nutrition goes, whether you're on keto or on any diet, it's wonderful, great source of fiber, great source of fat, and like I said, oh, so very tasty. But damn, I would say I probably throw out seventy-five percent of them. Wow, I think I need to lament more about my experiences with rotten avocados. Just on a whim, I realized that my four hour window for actually consuming calories was about to conclude. And when I realized that I did indeed have avocados, I figured they were probably spoiled, but to my surprise, they turned out to be not only ripe, but perfectly ripe with only a small amount of bruising, which my new adopted cat screamed for. Vegetable is good. When an animal that is primarily carnivore will scream for it. The little bit that kind of sticks to the skin when you peel them, they will lick it completely clean. They love it. But yeah, it kind of kind of feels like the powers that be, fate, if you may have it. Granted me a boon And being able to actually enjoy an avocado Which I did To an extent Um, I've got quite the buzz on right now From my patented drink Called the Keto Canadian In a hurry Um, It's basically a Keto White Russian I can't remember if it was in this episode Or the episode that I got almost done with And then it got deleted That I elaborated on this drink recipe but uh, when I listen back I'll figure it out and uh, if this isn't the one I'll recant the instructions on how to make it but i um, still following keto guidelines and rocking a nice buzz right now it doesn't last so it's just uh, the usual bit of seriousness with silliness with my opinions on things blended together in a lovely podcast called the Chris Carabin Podcast, or True Fiction Radio. Technically, it's True Fiction Radio, but search for podcasts, you'll look for me. Same deal. Yeah, I don't know if I talked about the sponsors or not, but uh, yeah, I got selected to have sponsors, so I'm going to be recording more podcasts. Um, Like I said, I scaled the hours back quite a bit. I'm going to try to get some more guests on, have some interesting conversations, analyze things that are going on in the world, and uh, give some constructive criticism to, you know, what I see and hear, albeit I'm only, you know, given the limited knowledge, unless it's a news instance that's occurring here in Greenville, in which I have direct hands-on dealings with then I'm just gonna be conglomerating ideas from multiple news sources because none of them can be trusted entirely fake news so a friend of mine James Wakester shout out to James Wakester um posted on Facebook today um mass media trying to villainize marijuana so South Carolina doesn't legalize it first medically and then eventually as the cycle has been thankfully so far in other states legalizing it recreationally so I commented somewhere along the lines of hey follow the money if you look, you'll see that every single person and or politician and or monster has a vested interest in any combination of pharmaceuticals, alcohol, tobacco, and or the prison industrial complex. And normally, I am not about Antifa But, someone really needs to convince those fuckers that a real Nazi is any individual opposed to legal cannabis. Then, let the punching and bike chaining begin. Also, on a further note, all my listeners here in South Carolina, I am going to officially approach... My buddy, Lee Knight, who was featured as a guest on this podcast and uh, who is a local hero to say the least, shout out to Lee Knight, rescuing animals with every passing day. Um, We're going to throw together a petition and we're going to run it by an attorney and make sure that it's legal and that it will hold. And I'm pretty sure that if we get nearly every signature of every adult individual in the state of South Carolina showing that they're all in favor of legalizing cannabis, that we can kind of force the hand of our government because they're, after all, supposed to be representatives of us. So we'll see how that works. More news of that as it comes to being. We'll work on that in the next week. And back on this topic again, I had been planning on getting a job that I've been pressured by my father into getting, which is one of those quote-unquote factory jobs that and and you know not to talk dad, bad about my dad. I love my dad. Shout out to my dad, Dad Carabin. Um he just, you know, he wants the best for me. He wants me to have benefits and I know insurance, 401k, and all that. So I've I've actually got a clean system. I could actually pass a hair follicle test now at this point. So I'm totally clean, and I'm not speaking on this from the perspective of a stoner currently. I mean, I definitely have been a stoner, but there's no reason why people, and almost all people, want to on occasion and responsibly get altered and I don't see a difference in doing a bong load or eating an edible or going to the gas station and buying a 12-pack of beer and then drinking your film. In fact, the edible or the bong load have much less of an effect overall, um, especially when it comes to one's health. Um, The long-term effects of edibles haven't obviously been studied that much. But I'd be hard pressed to think that there is any ill consequences health wise from the edibles. I mean obviously if you're smoking something there's gonna be carbon intake, so it's gonna have some sort of a negative effect, but I think it would be minimum as long as you're minimal unless you're you know, doing it with tobacco or other substances, mixing it in. But you could always vape or do the whole wax route or do an edible or, you know, They should make a, excuse me, guys, that's my timer to close my window. And so, having been forced to chug since I was talking, the window is now closed for 20 hours. Remembered what it was I was going to suggest? Um, Like acid, LSD. Like you can just kind of like put drops under your tongue. If they don't already have that for cannabis, they should definitely do that. Because that wouldn't cause digestion, and if you're like on keto and and into intermittent fasting, like myself, that would be way easier. Um, As it stands now, because of my need to be altered. My right to be altered. Um, I basically have to make sure that my window, my small four hour window, has to open and close at a time where I can be home and not driving to be altered. So I'll run it anywhere from 7 to 11 to 10 until 2. Any mixture of those therein. But yeah, no reason why at this point, with all the studies that we have, with all the benefits of THC, all the success that the states that have legalized cannabis have gotten in terms of the real estate values skyrocketing, the revenue of the state skyrocketing, all of that is too much to ignore Don't let your quote-unquote representatives misrepresent you. This is nonsense. There's no reason why cannabis at this point should not be 100% legal. So let's do it, guys. Let's, in 2019, make sure that marijuana is at the very least cannabis I still want to use that old trite term, marijuana, that cannabis is legal medically at the very least, but let's shoot for by December having it completely legal for recreational use as well. And uh, thanks to everybody listening right now and uh, all my long time listeners for listening and sorry for being so long and bringing another one out. I will be sure to drop one weekly. Really appreciate it. You guys peace out.